away in the Valley of Los Angeles, 42 miles northwest of Disneyland, sits a tiki bar with a 78-drink challenge called the Grog Log. Drink all 78 drinks within one year, and you get a plaque with your name on the wall. Let's join two thirsty friends for a little my time as they embark on a drunken journey through the log and talk about dumb shit like theme parks, drinking, and drinking at theme parks. Welcome to my time. Episode two. Episode two. We've made it. There's no turning back now. We have one in the books. Thank you to everybody who listened to episode one. And we've gotten some great feedback. We appreciate that. And we're going to keep on doing this. Why not? <laughs> yeah, until you tell we, us to stop. We, until we get letters of, please stop doing this. Yeah, until yes. the feedback starts coming in and it says, you guys need to not do this anymore. <laughs> You're we'll done keep, here. Yeah, we'll keep doing it. I just realized that we didn't introduce ourselves. Hello, this is Corey. And this is Dave. So, just a little progress report on where we stand with the Grog Log. We drank three drinks last week. Right. Plus, they assume that anybody who's doing the Grog Log has already had a Mai Tai. So, they give you that as a little free spot, like in bingo. We mm-hmm. are now four drinks deep into the 78-drink Grog Log Challenge. So, we're approximately 5% there. Wow. Yeah. We're going to make it, yeah, after we're... all. I'm just so scared of the ones that are to come that are not going to be yeah delicious well on today's episode we're gonna drink something called the coronado luau special then we're gonna talk a little bit about haunted mansion and people getting off rides prematurely premature evacuation premature evacuation (laughs) so without further ado let's get to the tonga hut okay we're back in action aloha okay hello Aloha. aloha We are back at Tonga Hut. We've already checked in. We're getting a surprise I, drink made for us. I got my grog log list. Mine has been lost to <laughs> the tiki gods. The tiki gods are trying to tell <laughs> us, maybe don't do this. <laughs> but um, we are persisting. Yes, we are pushing forward. The bartender took out my sheet, had a good chuckle at the fact that I put my date of birth on the list. Still she, a good joke. Yeah. Tonight we have our friendly bartender, Liz, making mm-hmm. us drinks. We'll see what she gives us. Yeah, we are in her hands tonight. There are several people in here grog logging. So she took a look at all of our sheets to see if if there was a common drink that we all needed to tally. So that way she only has to make one drink for everybody rather than a lot of different drinks at a time. So the one that she found for all of us, uh, she said that it's going to be a little bit of a stiff drink for us to start the night. It's got some strength, she says. It's got some strength. Okay, here's my question. Are we going to make it out of here without drinking three drinks? No, of course not, because we're going to go to a comedy show. We want to be lubed up. But there's a two drink minimum at the comedy show. I, I believe so. I did not see that. Let me double check that. Well, that's fine. I'm like, sorry. Why? They, they probably will let you order a Coke or something, because what if you don't drink? Sure, but I do drink. <laughs> You're saying this as if like I'm like, I have an aversion to drinking. I'm, yeah. yeah, that's I'm true. I'm happy to drink. <laughs> Corey, I don't know if you know this about me. I have a podcast that centers around drinking that oh I God, co-host so with you. Because I also have a podcast that centers around drinking. I like to drink. I've I've no aversion to drinking. I'm exposing Dave to Catherine Cohen tonight. Yeah, she knows from some podcasts I've sent him. She also has a special on Netflix. It's called The Twist. She's gorgeous. That's I great. love that. She's uh, an ADHD queen. So if you have ADHD, great. you might find her more hilarious. Perfect. But... I do, in fact, have ADD. 
Okay. Yeah, let, the, we're going to go gonna get go the go drinks. Uh, either either one doesn't matter. Okay, Corey is getting up to go get the drinks. The Coronado Luau special, I think. Okay, Coronado Luau special. I'll look it up. Okay. The Coronado Luau special. Here's what we know about it. The drink was invented by Bert Chan of the Luau Room uh, in Hotel Del Coronado. Oh, in San Diego. Cool. Uh, so this drink is from like the 60s, early 60s, 1962. So the Coronado Luau Special got its name from the Hotel Del Coronado, uh, which it says here host Teddy Roosevelt. And it was a filming location for that movie, Some Like It Hot, which is pretty cool. The Del Coronado was built in 1888. It's still there, but the Luau Room is now a sports bar. So RIP Luau Room we will drink this Coronado Luau special in your honor. Oh, oh, this is the first drink we had with a fancy umbrella, I think. This is served in a BB. traditional... Yeah, it's what like... Is, is this technically a, like a, tech, a pina colada glass? Yeah, it looks like right? that or like a hurricane glass. Hurricane, hurricane glass. glass. That's the name for it. So here's what's going on. Before I even go into the ingredients, I'm going to try to paint a picture for the audience. So I'm looking at... Like Corey said, a hurricane glass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those glasses, if you're not familiar with a hurricane glass, it's like a woman's... A bulbous glass? A bulbous... I wasn't going to say... I was going to say it's like an hourglass, kind of like a woman's figure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful drink. Nice silhouette. Nice silhouette. Um, Tall glass. We have... um, It is classic tiki drink color. Kind of like that mellow if down I, orange look. If I was a Crayola crayon. It would be if I was tiki a, drink. It would be tiki drink. It's like kind of like an orangey. Um, um, orange mixed with pineapple juice. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. His cool. has a blue umbrella. Yes. Mine pink. Beautiful. And a maraschino cherry. Yep. And Paper uh, straws because we are environmentally conscious here in Los Angeles, California. That's correct. I hate a paper straw. Me too. Okay. So I'll tell you what's in the drink. We've got orange juice. We've got sweet and sour. Or jat. Jamaican rum, Puerto Rican rum, Grand Marnier, and brandy. So this is a stiff drink, which was how it was It was sold to us. I'm looking at this. Two, three ounces of booze in this one. I heard a, a classic toast to cheers. <laughs> the drink's awake, so I'm awake. Oh, for fuck's sake. Cheers. The drink's awake. This is going to come in every episode, isn't it? <laughs> Cheers, my friends. It's boozy. It is boozy. Whoa. Mama, mama, mama. Mama mia. That's a spicy meatball. Oh. Um, that, okay, strong. here's the thing. The, the first hit on the tongue is pure alcohol. <laughs> However, oh. it finishes kind of smoothly. Yes. It goes down. It's, it's pretty tasty. I got yep. to say. Okay, so once you add orange juice and like sweet and sour pineapple juice into a drink this one doesn't have pineapple but it kind of is pineapple adjacent yeah once you add that for me that's all i'm gonna taste at first i definitely Um, taste the citrus on the back end yeah i don't know i i taste the booze on the front end it was very strongly booze on the front end (laughs) this one is boozy this may be the booziest one we've had except for the last one we had I don't know. That last one with the floater. The, la- the last one with the floater was pretty delicious. Yeah. Um I didn't I don't know if I necessarily tasted the booze as much as I do in this one. Yeah, this tastes this more one, booze for I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna taste it a little more. Ooh. 
it's pungent at the top. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that the brandy? Because I've not had a lot of drinks with I'm brandy, not, to yeah, be honest. So like that Except one... for a brandy Alexander. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with me? But I have had a brandy Alexander at Carthay Circle. What's in that? Brandy. Okay. And a tiny pear, if I remember correctly. I'm going to keep drinking it. Look, it's a breezy day in Los Angeles, and now- We're about to get breezy. <laughs> Boozy, breezy. So Grand Marnier- the only thing I am familiar with with Grand Marnier is, is a, a Grand Marnier slush that is your Cadillac, favorite drink. And a Cadillac Margarita, which is my favorite margarita. Sure. So that's kind of like orangey. It right? is people orangey use flavor. that in Yeah. People can sometimes use Grand Marnier in a margarita instead of um, Cointreau right. or Triple Sec. But they're all like a they're all like citrusy flavor. Orangey, which is why they put orange food coloring into the Grand Marnier slush. To let right. you know that they have Grand Marnier in it and that it's like kind of orangey flavor. Even though make if you it. make it at home, it's just it would come out. Just regular. And I do make this one at home. I've made this one for you before at my house. Back when I was learning how to make every drink from the world showcase during COVID isolation days and you and Brittany would just come over our house and we would just hang out and get drunk on Grand Marnier slush. I remember you putting the orange in it and me thinking you cut your finger on the blender, remember? <laughs> yes. When you put the orange food and coloring I was in. Gonna, I was going to serve a Because you bloody... dropped it in, in the top, and it looked like droplets of blood. Well, well I'm not going to drop it in from the bottom. It legit I don't... looked like you chopped off your finger, dude. That's hilarious. I'm going to let this uh, this ice <laughs> this drink a little <laughs> it's bit. It's pretty strong. This will date the podcast a little bit when we're recording, but today is day one of living in a world where Disneyland does not have a haunted mansion. For an unforeseeable amount of time. For in an indefinite period, they have not given us an opening date. We don't know if it'll be open for Halloween. It's not projected to be. It, great. So we have no Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. No holiday for next year. Yes. All at the expense of a new outdoor queue. So they're closing a beloved attraction. It looks stupid. Did you see the pictures of what it's supposed to be redesigned to look like, though, too? I don't know if I've seen the pictures of that. You won't be happy. It looks like modernized and weird. Oh, if it's modernized, I'm going to be very It doesn't upset. look anything like it looked. Okay, but have you seen the pictures of the current construction that's going on and what they're doing right now? No. Wait till you fucking see this. Okay, I have the picture pulled up on my phone. I'm going to show it to you right now. They had to rework the Haunted Mansion queue. But did you think that they had to rework it this much? My mouth is agape. No. They've, they've, they tore it out. They That's what Haunted Mansion currently looks like. I don't even know what to say. I didn't see that. I mean... It's like literally down to the dirt. The yeah, whole line. Yeah, it's down to the dirt. That's wild. Look, I'm not somebody that's like... Okay, that's not the part they needed to fix. Right, that's what I'm saying. So that's bonkers. The, yeah, no, it's only the outside queue. I didn't realize that's what they were doing. Yeah, this is what they're doing. They're giving us a reimagined queue and a brand new gift shop. I'm just praying that it fits the same style as our original Haunted Mansion and they, it's not like a business corporate version. Yeah, I completely agree this on that. This is the thing that they keep doing. Keep doing. They keep thinking that we want out of downtown Disney. They have kind of stripped of its theming. Um, Did you just hear my eye roll in yeah. the microphone? Yeah, we need a sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> so downtown Disney. Uh, it's a mess right now. Let's be honest. What's that? What's that? Beignet place called it. Ralph's Brennan's Re- Jazz Kitchen. Yeah, the Jazz Kitchen is now corporate. Well, like, they're making everything look like that. Yeah. It's and the new. It's the same thing they're doing in Florida with a lot of the newer resorts or redesigns. 
it's very sleek, modern looking. They've basically taken all of like the Disney charm out of things. Like it's not themed in that same way at all anymore. Because it's easy and it's quick to put up. It's cheap. And it's cheap. And they can find people to labor to do it easily. They don't have to be like Imagineers to install this rock work or whatever else. Yeah. Great. Great. Let's make our Pixar hotel look like a courtyard by Marriott. And meanwhile, Tokyo Disneyland is going to have a Toy Story hotel that Which looks, amazing. looks bonkers. Looks great. Looks amazing. Where does Haunted Mansion rank for you in terms of just attractions in general? Haunted Mansion is my, if I have to pick, I know we were like talking about like yes. favorite theme parks, favorite rides and stuff last time. But if I have to pick like a favorite all-time like classic attraction, it's definitely Haunted Mansion. That's one I hit up more often than anything else. Yeah. As far as like a quote unquote classic attraction. So I'm not happy about it. No, no. It will be back. Like we know that much. But having a full year potentially plus without it. Just to give us a gift shop. It just doesn't. They took like the New Orleans vibe out of it. Like it doesn't even look like that anymore in the photos that they released as far as part of the like projected look of it. Which is stupid too because then they're putting... Tiana's in right next door, so you should be carrying that theme through. Right. What was weird to me is I in those pictures is that everything is taken down to the studs. They, like the they destroyed everything. The cemetery is it's like, gone. It's gone. Gone. It's so weird. Look, I will say this: that area can become a log jam, especially sure. with the kerfuffle of Genie Plus and the fact that now a Genie Plus line will wrap all the way around the courtyard and then all the way to Pirates. While... Well, did you see what they did because Haunted Mansion is off Genie Plus? Yes. So now Pirates is now Genie temporarily, Plus. temporarily Genie Plus. A ride that does not need Genie Plus uh, is now Genie Plus. So that area does get congested. And I do appreciate, look, we are a couple of logistics nerds. Mm-hmm. We will talk about, have you watched Defunct Land's documentary on Fast? Yes. I of course. Watched, of course yes. yes. Do you have notes on it? Yes, I took notes. Probably did. Yeah. <laughs> and I refer to them constantly. So we do appreciate these types of things and trying to solve those problems, but not at the expense of closing one of the biggest, most beloved ride that is at the park. The funny thing to me is also Disney World has long said they wouldn't do a Haunted Mansion holiday because they don't want their one-time visitors, their one-time guests to not see the OG Haunted Mansion, right? Right. So now we're just closing ours for at least a calendar year. And we have a ton of people that come to California as a one-time visitor. Uh, damn. Okay, so Liz, the bartender, just asked everybody in here grog-logging if they're ready for their second drink. Okay, the same person that got the same drink as us has already drank hers. And now we feel like tiny little babies. In our defense, she's not simultaneously trying to host a podcast fair but it's strong we are not ready yet what i think she pointed at us that we're getting another drink oh god did she include us everybody in the bar currently right now is grog log grog log that's great we're all logging we're all logging we're all grogging the log we're all logging yeah you want to log the log and you're gonna grog the grog you went to disney world in 2019 right i did did you go on how i mentioned there i did of what did you I think did. of their queue there? That was after they updated it with like the stuff in the line where there's like 
tombstones that kind yes. of interact with you a little bit and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. Honestly, it was in those days of like Max Pass, uh, and I was so good at gaming that system that I rarely stood in line for anything. So. Fuck Genie Plus. I haven't seen that in the concept art, but I wonder if that is part of what they're doing. Sure. They better be freaking doing Who something. Who cares? It's one of the most popular attractions at the resort. You can't have it down for an entire year to it. add a gift shop, essentially. Yeah, you can't have it down for an entire year without having something else big in its place to replace it. There's a lot of closures at Disneyland. Haunted Mansion is closed indefinitely. You have the Splash Mountain retheming. Daytime entertainment shows that closed during COVID and never came back. You have Fantasmic that burned down. And Radiator Springs is going down soon. Oh, really? For their usual closed maintenance, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, look, I, I mean... There's a lot of things There's closed. a lot of things that are not operational. Um, Which is the same truth at World, too. Like, there's a lot of stuff that hasn't opened since COVID. There's a lot of stuff that's not operational like, currently. Hey, we got the treehouse ready for you. Like, what more could you ask for? And I've heard that, I've heard good things about the treehouse. I house. do want to see it. I've, I've heard that it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I saw the new ostrich. The ostrich animatronic. There's, there's an ostrich animatronic All that right. looks great. Um, but it feels very weird that we just, there's no end in sight to add a line. It makes me nervous that there's no projected end date. Like it's they just, didn't even give like a summer 2024 mm, or fall 2025. Like no, nothing. They've, they've given nothing. That makes me nervous. Okay, this is off topic, but if you had to spend a night in any Disneyland attraction, what attraction would it be? Not a mansion. I, that's what I was thinking. Because it's dark and it's like the least annoying to do multiple times, I think. No, but like you're sleeping there. Yeah. 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 I think it's my favorite. You can't do pirates because those cannons will wake you up every time. Yeah. Or the drops. Where would you sleep in Haunted Mansion? Oh, I thought you mean you have to be like in the doom buggy. No. Oh, if you could pick a room to sleep in? Hmm. Would you sleep in the ballroom? No, that's too loud. There's too much yeah. going on in there. Maybe the initial like endless hallway. Oh, that's nice. Because I feel like that's probably one of the quieter areas, least sound effects. The cemetery's probably got some nice places to lay, but like it's going to be loud and yeah, lots of light. Yeah, there's a lot of sound effects of there and the, so- and the song singing and stuff. Yeah. What about you? Oh, you could have probably a really good night's sleep in the bed of um, pirates. Is it, isn't there a bed? Where the skeleton the- is? Yeah. You just got to share a bed with a skeleton, but I mean, it's a bed. That could work. And I think that's a skeleton that was rumored to be real human remains when the attraction opened back in the day. I don't think it is anymore, though. I think they replaced it. It's like the preamble to the, I, like, I, I want to be in the in the party of the city. Yeah, I still feel like Haunted Match would be my choice. Yeah, there's nowhere to sleep in Rise of the Resistance. Definitely not Small World. No. In fact, today... We had another person get out of their boat on a small world. Why does this keep happening to but this, this time ride? In Paris. This time in in Paris, she took her shoes. Oui, oui. She took her shoes off. She was she pulled her pants up. Pulled her pants up and yeah. took her like seemingly five kids it, off the boat. Yeah, she did not pull her pants off, but she pulled them up. And then stepped into the water and pulled her kids off the boat one by one, one by one, and then they just started like wandering around. There's no. 
There's no end to the story other than them. It just was like, clear the ride had broken down. I don't speak French, so I don't know what she was saying back. I don't even think she was saying anything back. That was no, the, she did speak French back. Oh, okay. And because the the announcement was like the standard thing, and then the ride operator did get on and like directly talked to her, right. and then she did respond back. Oh, I just heard him like yelling, "Get like back in the." Yeah, and he the, also spoke English because he wasn't sure. I think, but yeah. They just climbed out of the boat and onto the sets. She was looking for her French cigarettes. I she... just, I would never get off of an attraction without uh, no proper help, ever. And how about getting off of a water ride? I mean, that just seems bonkers to me. And it keeps happening. Like on Small World, that one guy was on drugs, but still. It would just uh, never even cross my mind uh, to get out. I don't care if I was stuck there for an hour. I mean, the I kids, would not give out. The kids didn't really look like they were scrambling. Like there was n- none Which of them were like looking to pee. Which also makes me concerned that this is a, like a normal thing that their mom does shit like this, to be honest. Yeah. You know, my, my initial dad brain went to like, oh, one of these kids is having a... An episode, uh, something's uh, happening. Yeah. A wee wee accident. Or like has an issue that they can't feel like they're trapped somewhere or whatever. That's what they, I wanted to think nah. too. Yeah. No, no, no. I just don't. I don't know. I don't get this culture of like thinking you can get off the ride and there's not a consequence for it. Or that you're not potentially endangering yourself or your children or whoever you're with. Like, you can't get off the rides. Yeah. Without and help. Yet, and yet it continuously happens. And is worse and worse and worse. Okay, if you were a person that was going to get off of a ride mid-ride, what ride are you going to get off of? Like, if you're going to get off of a ride... I guess a small world that, is the one to do it. That's the one you would want to get off of? No, no, no. I'm just saying like... As far as safety-wise? As far as safety, like... Is, but you can't it, even say that because there's like electrical things. You don't know how much of those sets can support your weight versus what can't. Right. You can't say. I would get off at the part that um, there's like not not water to your left. right. It looks like just like kind of like a drop down into the walkway. I think that's where I'd get off. Hmm. But I'm trying to think of another ride. Is there a ride that I would like just be like, nope, I'm out. I just wouldn't do it. No, Corey, I'm not (laughs) saying I would do it. I'm saying like hypothetically, we keep saying like, why does this keep happening? And it keeps happening in small worlds. But I mean, like I'm saying my rides. I'm saying that my argument is that I don't think that there is a better ride to do that to. You're not you're not locked into any ride mechanism you're not like that's true there's no lap bar or yeah, anything no you're not like bar. breaking out of something um i guess that's the question what else does it have lap bars that you yeah, can potentially so safely get out of we've never seen have we seen this happen with pirates yes remember i sent you that video a couple months ago with the dad who got off in the freaking like cannon scene oh god remember great. and because we were like that's how you get electrocuted yeah wow Living with the land, uh, we saw that happen for with that ride. Cucumber lady. Yeah. Oh, right. What did she do? She went and got a cucumber? She jumped off the boat, got a cucumber off the side of the boat, tried to get back in the boat. Her leg got caught between the boat and the side of the thing, and then she fell. It's the most ridiculous thing well, I've ever just, seen in my life. That's just Epcot booze. Like, that's just but that's Epcot also alcohol. not okay. No, it's booze. not okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, you think I'm advocating for this. I'm not. I'm just saying. No, like, no, I don't think you are. But... That's the World Showcase influence right there. Um, this is because of that pavilion just made me think of this. Mm-hmm. The uh, land pavilion. Did yeah. I send you this the other day where they keep having to shut down those escalators? Because people's Crocs keep getting stuck in, no, the, in the moving stairway. Awful. 
<laughs> and they like trap the bottom of your crack and then it shuts down the entire Jesus. moving no, stairway. I, I didn't. God, <laughs> no, I didn't sorry, see that. Very funny. Um, trying to think of any other rides. Uh, Winnie the Pooh is slow enough to get off of, but I don't think I'm jumping off that one. No. Um, Toad. Oh no, you have a lap bar. Toad has a lap bar, but like also like. It's just flats. Like, it's nothing cool. Uh, Rise of the Resistance. You're locked in pretty tight on Rise of the Resistance. Most rides nowadays because, yeah. because of this issue. Right. Yeah. Um, Splash Mountain. Not here, but in Florida, you have a lap bar. Right. Do you think we'll have a lap bar at uh, Tiana? Probably. They're not going to make that wider, though, so we can sit no, side by side. No, because they're not changing the... I know they're not changing the, uh, the track yet. Right. That costs too much money, Dave. Come I on know, now. Oh, yeah. You'll see um, as you take your kids on that one, or whenever you take your kids I've on that one. I've taken other people's kids on it. and I I have, like, pulled my pec muscles, reaching around, reaching uh, in front of the seat to hold my child because... You were I, afraid they were going to fly out. Yeah. Um, Dave, I'm 5'9 and a I, relatively built woman yeah and if i sit in the front seat of that ride i'm afraid i'm falling out I so i get it i guess physics will like people will chime in and say like there's no way that you're falling out because the force is pushing, pushing you, back. you back but it however seems terrifying however to that my my rebuttal to that is that ozzy fell almost out of jurassic uh oh, jurassic yeah. park i remember when you Universal. messaged me that he he slipped underneath the, the bar, the lap bar, yeah, because we we're all so Way much tall. bigger than, than he is. And he like on the big drop of that, he just like slipped right I forgot down about under that. that. Uh, so we can defy physics. My genetics, my offspring, can defy physics. And if we can find a way to hurt ourselves, we will. We might be able to That's do that. Like what I took Bowie on Gadget's uh, Go Coaster the first time, like a month or two ago, or yeah. whatever. Because again, I'm quite tall, have long legs, right. and like. He's two and a half years old, so quite small. The lap bar is a singular thing. I was clenching that kid like you would not believe because he definitely could have flown out the side or like underneath like Ozzy did. For yeah. sure, 100%. Um, now's a good time to check in, check back in on these drinks. Where does this drink stand for you? Uh, we're now about halfway through our drink. I would say, as with most tiki drinks, I feel like the more I start to drink them, the more I get accustomed to them mm -hmm. and the flavors of them, mm -hmm. and I start to enjoy them more. I think you're gonna hear us getting pretty rocked at the beginning of drinking these, like, oh God, I'm gonna puke. And then us gradually transitioning to, okay, I kind of like this drink. The ice has melted a little bit. It's like pretty nice. It's still a little citrusy and... I might have a different opinion. Oh, really? I think the more I'm drinking it is kind of too sweet for me, to be honest. Too sweet? Yeah. Really? I not could, not like I'm not gonna finish it too sweet, but like would I order it again? Maybe not. Interesting. I wonder if that's from like there's a couple of alcohols that are sweeter alcohols. Sweeter alcohols. Like yeah. the brandy, the Grand Marnier are probably yeah. adding and then we have sweet and sour is yeah. adding to that, which is uh was there sugar was there simple syrup in it as well? Okay. No. So my guess is like the orgeat on top of the sweet and sour, on top of the Grand Marnier, on top of the brandy. We're, I don't a lot have, of sugary-based things. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with the sugar um, 
like sugar bombs. You like a little more sweet than I do, though. Generally yeah, I can speaking. do. I, I can do sweet. I can't do artificially sweet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay with a little sugary, sugar, sugary. He's a sugar boy. I'm a sugar boy. Do you want to do our last Disneyland news, and then we'll move on to other things? Yeah. What's our what's the other one we had talked about? Oh right. Was yes. uh, Disney announced a run Disney Halloween race at Disneyland. Very cool. Which this is the first year we've had run Disney races in five or six years at Disneyland. Um, there are not many things that could make me run. I hate running. Do you want to do it? Um, this I could be into. Because I have clients that want to do it. So you want to do uh, it? That's best? pretty interesting. I could... And I did, the last one I did at Disneyland was with a client. So. What are we talking about? 10K, I mean, man. 10K. You can do a 10K. A 10K, what's that? Like uh, six miles. 6.4 6. miles. Okay, yeah. look. The weird thing is like, you put me in the park. But you're going to be so pumped up because you're in the park. Well, well, yes. But you put me in the park on a normal day and I'm walking 13, 14 miles. This is half of that. So this is easy. Like, I feel like I could do that. You get a little Disney medal. That's kind of cool. Okay, the review of the run Disney races that they just had was kind of, I feel like, a little bit lukewarm. Um, that was the first one they've had in six years. Right. Yeah. That the consensus is that there's not as many characters out as like a run what Disney. What do you mean? Disney have budget cuts? <laughs> yeah, right. Hold on. But Disney World has lots of characters that are always out. There's like party like spots. They're, like, it, yeah. There wasn't that at Disneyland quite as much, but it was very fun for people to run through the park. Yeah. The 10K. Is the that 10K one? is a better, in my opinion. Yeah. Looking at like the 10K versus the half versus the 5K versus like the marathon. The 10K is a good route because you spend most of the time in the parks or behind stage of the parks. Cool. So you get to see some stuff that maybe you wouldn't have normally seen. Right. Um, I love that. I can still viscerally feel the feeling of running through um, Sleeping Beauty's castle. Oh, that's cool. Like, it was cool. Like, it's just like... And I guess the last time you did it was a 10K as well? Yeah, with a client, yeah. Very cool. Uh, funny funny thing is that... And it's uh, like an hour. You can do an hour. Sure. I can do anything for an hour. Why not? Mm, not anything. And then we just camp out at Trader Sam's yeah. and record a podcast. And I like that. Get silly. Gosh, I just realized that the last time you did uh, the run Disney, they didn't even have uh, Galaxy's Edge. No. So Which be... I'm wondering, maybe the route has changed. Right. Because you did run through that area backstage. Oh, interesting. So maybe... Oh, that's cool. Not um, that I think of it when you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. I could be into this. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. Especially Something it's to do Disneyland. like once in your life. I mean, it's Disney um, it, during uh, Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I think, the best time of the year at Disneyland. Uh, well, we're Halloween fans, as we've established. Yeah. Even if I wasn't a Halloween fan, if I was like moderate fan of Halloween, I still think that Disneyland does Halloween quite well, spectacularly. Yeah. So maybe I've convinced Super Dave to do the 10K in yeah. Halloween. Okay, so here's my questions about, okay, run Disney. Did you dress up when you did the... No, I did not dress up. Okay, you look at me like I'm crazy. I Am I a person that seems like I dress up? No, I guess not. Yeah. Am I a person that thinks... No. Oh. You do not. dress up? I would dress... I think I would dress up because... You would do like a bonding where you're like kind of loosely dressed like somebody, but in running gear? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, would, I could see that. Um, But I don't know. Like, 
we've done oogie boogie bash in the in the past and i what have done like what i party yeah yeah but i feel like that's what run disney has become where people dress up and like i've seen a guy no dress, dude we're running I know. if you're coming with me we're running there, there's a guy that's uh jack sparrow that runs around in i know ja- i've seen him running like but running he's ja- also like a legit runner yeah but, if you're coming with me we're running but is it jack sparrow in hoka's or is it, it or is he? he I think he he's in Hocus. <laughs> Hocus. I don't yeah. know. Brittany Rose. I was like, I can never yeah. say it right. Um, no, I'm not going to dress up. I, I'd probably, I'd probably just do like a a Disney tea. But and- it was nice because like we oh, did man. the we did the superheroes weekend right. when I did it for the 10k. Okay. And they gave you like a, a dry fit, long sleeved run Disney superheroes tea. So I had like yeah. Thor and like whatever other Avengers on it. It was right. a very nice t-shirt, cool metal. Like the expo is cool. They sell stuff exclusively during those events. I don't know, man. It was fun. Yeah. It's also like inspi- inspiring to see people running those events who uh, wouldn't normally do that sort of thing. Sure. Here's a question. How the fuck are we going to wake up that early? To, cause you oh, gotta, don't worry. It's like 2 I wake up that early all, all the time, bro. Yeah. We could get a hotel room the night before. We'll get a hotel so you run through the park. Somebody, I think, was it Carly that said that you, that the rides are operational that early? Sometimes they turn them on or at least like the lights on and stuff so you can like see. Somebody, t- like she's, at least at her Disney World, that you can get on a ride if you want. Oh, I've never heard that before, oh. but I could be wrong. All right. Because I would love to just like. Pause and get on a ride. All right. Well. I'll say that if You're anything's, tentative, yes if for anything's gonna get me to run, it's probably Disney. You could do it. I could do it. I, I'm confident that I can do, you know, a ten K. I'm com no. Confident I could do a three K. A three K? No, a five sorry. Confident I could do a five K. You can do a ten K. I'm not a runner. Confident I could, I could do, do a five K. One time here's a funny story. So uh I was in high school. Um, probably a junior or a senior in high school in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. And at that, that time, I was uh, into like fish. Like it was my hippie days, and I would my my life uniform in those days was corduroys. Oh no! My Birkenstock clogs, and like a fish T-shirt, maybe like a or a hoodie or something like that. So fish the band. Yes, fish okay. the band. So God, I want to say like there was a Christmas tree lighting ceremony 5K that was sponsored by the television station that my dad worked for. Okay. I don't recall if he did it or if he was a part of it. But I almost think that he was the one that like lit the tree. You know, like, you know, was like at the like treat, like, yeah, like, flip the switch, maybe for that night or whatever. And it was like a 5K. As soon as that lit up, there was like a whole like Christmas paradise where like you ran through the, um, yeah, it was really cool. So I was sitting there, just got so inspired. Uh, my, my dad flipped the switch, maybe in my tentatively. In my drunken stupor right now, my dad flipped a switch. I'll call him later and find out. Uh, Catch him leaving a voicemail completely defuncting this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was just like, this is great. 
everybody's just whooshing past me as they go on this run. It looked like they were having a blast. Here I am. I hadn't done true running in years. And I'm just like, I'm going to run it. And I took off in my Birkenstock clogs. And like in the just, clogs? And, yeah, in the clogs, in the corduroys, in the like just like the full like, you know, hippie gear, whatever, and just ran a 5K. Um, I do not think that I've had shin splints as badly <laughs> as I had. Oh no. When I did that 5K. I've run one 5K since. So this time I'll be a little bit more prepared. I know that much for sure. Don't wear Birkenstock. Don't wear Birkenstock clogs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, hey, here's something before we wrap this episode up. What? This drink, Coronado Luau Special. Well, we can tie that back to Disney. Coronado right? Springs. Coronado Springs. Never stayed there, have you? Never stayed there. And that's, and that's it. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Until the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to go finish these drinks and then uh, pay some bills. And then we'll uh, wrap up the episode from my bar from home. Mahalo. Bye. We're back at my home bar. Yep. Um, we're going to wrap this episode up, but because it's a little shorty and we only had one drink on today's episode, Corey has something that we're going to try. Uh, what is this? This is one of my favorite beers of all time. I've Ooh. spoken to you about this because the description sounds insane and like this would be absolutely disgusting, but it's so good. This is from Noble Airworks, which is in Anaheim, California, not very far from Disneyland. Okay. And it is called Naughty Sauce. It is described as a traditional golden milk stout brewed with El Salvador coffee beans, coconut flakes, and lime juice. Weird so concoction. We're staying with the tiki umbrella, kind of. Yeah. But you take a sip of it. Okay. I'm and I'm crack, very curious I'm to see open. what your reaction here is. <laughs> I'm going to take another sip. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. We have a two sip minimum. I'm like, okay. You got to like this for Corey. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to. It's a very unique flavor. Uh, it's a, it's a, I'm going to take another sip. Okay, I, I think I like it. It's um stout forward. Like I taste the stout, I taste the coffee that you normally get with a stout. You might of. need to see the color of it. Oh my god. Let me get you You're a, like, let me get you It's a, blue. It's a very light color. Oh weird. It's um It's like a lager or yeah, pilsner. Yeah, it looks color. like a lager or pilsner. It's a lager drink. It's a pilsner drink. It's a cider drink. It it's a drink that reminds me of the good times. <laughs> it's a drink that reminds me of the better times. Ooh, baby, once you get me tub thumping, I can't stop. There is a big difference getting this on draft. I mean, it's pretty smooth out of the can to me, but it is so good. I, I enjoy it. it. It is coffee and coconut flavor forward more so than anything to me. Totally. But like light in a weird way. Awesome. Well, thanks for bringing anyway. us. This is good. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for sticking in there yeah. with us. You can leave us feedback grog log tips if you've done the grog log oh, yeah, before be or your favorite way to toast your friends before drinking and you can get a hold of us at 559 we drunk or my time the podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our instagram at my time the podcast um until next time where we will Ooh, it's a doozy the next yeah, one the, this, the next one i think is my favorite one yeah i'll leave you a little teaser the next episode is epic it is epic and that's all we'll say so thanks for joining us and we'll catch you on the next one mahalo bye